Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Pudding Boys. Podcast. <laughs> the intro is kind of finally here. It's probably also the best part of the podcast. <laughs> I'm Bloor. I'm Taylor. And uh, just start off by saying uh, a big thank you to our our good friend Matt Heald for for doing that little ditty at the start for us. It's uh goes a long way of making the PB feel a bit more complete. Yeah, but his audible chocolate is going to really make oh, it's us gonna, sound like shit. <laughs> we're going to grate a lot more <laughs> after he's done that than uh, than we would otherwise. I mean, we're probably great anyway. We are great, but... <laughs> this week, you have finally received blessings of the champ variety. You... Well, not all of them yet, but a couple, yeah, most of them. How delayed are these? Lego speed champions, if people... At least what all we've been talking <laughs> about since we started this damn podcast. Yeah, but, we've um... only brought them up about four <laughs> or five times. An episode. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think the problem is that everyone wants it, and also that sweet-ass gift. Oh, like the, Jane, the Jane Goodall. Yeah, the Jane Goodall. It looks good on my desk. Yeah, it's downstairs next to Hogwarts. It, it should it's fine. be. She's... It'll stay there for a while. Yeah, people see that. They'll look her up and they'll learn something. The people that frequent my living room. <laughs> I looked her up. I learned something. <laughs> um, so, no. I've... Okay, what have you built? What you... So what, what arrived? What are you waiting on? Tell me. So, so far, I built the Ferrari. There's a single. 512M. Yes. I love it. It's Good my second favourite champ. Real fun. The car doesn't fizz me, but we've talked about this before. You are more of the oldie kind of weird and niche. I Maybe, think I, yeah. I like my modern supercar. I'm a bit boring. Don't get me wrong. I like modern supercar, but modern supercar is modern supercar. It's quite boring, yeah. They're like, interchangeable. Yeah. Um, the Huracan, the Jesco, and say that, built the Mercedes Twin Pack, so you get the F1. Yeah. Obviously, I built... Uh, Bottas is one because he's a little bit more fun. Um, See now, because I know zero about any sport, all I know is Lewis Hamilton bad because people say that on Facebook a lot. <laughs> I think it's just easy to. It's it, easy to dog around pile on someone. Yeah, it's like, he just wins all the time, doesn't yeah, he? It's like Ronaldo. Everyone likes to rag on Ronaldo except us because we use him Wait. as our go-to reference for Richard. Wait. <laughs> Skinny Ronaldo, Fat Ronaldo, <laughs> Ronaldinho, or Rivaldo, Fat Lewis Hamilton, Revolver. Because <laughs> I don't think he'll fit in this. It's a nice model, the F1 car. Uh, yes, I'm not yeah. huge on F1. Oh, so, sorry, yeah. You built the Mercedes Twin Pack. The AMG got me. It's it's remarkably similar to the Jesco or the Jesco IVC and yeah. the um, Huracan. But it's nice. It's a nice, cohesive car. Yeah. That's got the little Christmas me and H in instead of the uh, driver that comes with it because that's my favourite now. So yeah. that's the one I want to drive around in. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've just removed all the minifigures from mine because... Because you're a... an adult collector. <laughs> <laughs> it's a model of a car, not a toy. No, it is a toy. It's, still it's a very a toy. good toy. Yeah. A very good toy. So and you I built, built the Mercedes. Oh, wait, you built the Ferraris, you built the most, and you built the... The Valkyrie so far. I've not done the other Aston yet. That's my treat for tomorrow. The Valkyrie is the green <laughs> yes, Aston. Yes, the, the silly Aston. It's the worst speed champ since eight wides started. So, if you don't know, six wides suck. are six Lego no, studs not, they wide. They suck. They are, yeah. They're, they're a bit crap. I'm not interested they are more, in them. They are very much more toy. You get some accessories in them, but, you know, you get, like, a starting line. You get, like, um, yeah. like 
a wind tunnel thing with one of them and yeah yeah they are they're very much toys they fit in the lego city a bit better whereas the eight wides are more detailed Model cars car. yeah, yeah they're, but they're it's, the... i think the valkyrie is the worst speed champ since the eight wides i was expecting but... to dislike it more some of the build techniques are fun some of the build techniques are interesting. I don't know about fun. Well, that's because you don't know about fun full stop. Fuck so. you. But I don't like the car. The car looks stupid. It reminds me. Do you remember Renault's, I think? Or it might have been Renault or Citroen. I think it's actually Citroen. The Gran Turismo 5 Renault concept. It's, it's, do you know what? You don't even need to look it up. It's the same as every fucking concept car every car maker has made since 2010. Oh, it's just a wave shape. It's basically. just a wave with like stupid in inward angles. What do you call it? Convex. Is all that the, when they go the in? All the car guys are just like t- like flinging their laptops. No, out the it was. It's it's always always crap. And there's like a line of neon on yeah. it. Yeah. They they all look like Tron farted them out. They do. Tron being the main character of the film Tron. I assume. <laughs> I have it's just seen the story of one man's journey. <laughs> yeah, Tron is the story of a man's journey to drive a motorcycle, I think. <laughs> I think it, it ties a guy into that Mad really Max. Likes concept cars. Yeah. But yeah, it that's what the Valkyrie looks like to me, and the Lego model doesn't doesn't do a good job of capturing that, but if it did, I still wouldn't like it that yeah, much. That's fair. It looks like um like an arrow because it's got such a hollow sides on it yes and the real car does i think they did a good job of capturing those but it just doesn't make a nice car (laughs) (laughs) i don't like it no if i had it i'd I'd sell it and get something nice (laughs) (laughs) what uh so that's all you put you've got five so far i'm with four four uh, four. i've got one sat on my office floor at the minute which is the other aston martin which is the the vanquish van vantage yeah you're right normally i'll wait till number of the beast and you'll see how right uh I don't think there's going to be much argument this time. No, I we haven't argued on Number of the Beast for quite a while, and I think that's a little bit worrying. I, I feel like it, we might be amalg- amalgamating into like a a blobular, blornailer entity. I think that's going to split again next album. Yeah, I it think is. Be some shit it is because I got some shit to say about. Uh, I bet you fucking have. <laughs> I got, it's all wrong. I got some dog poo to fling at the windows. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> completely separate thing but I've just enjoyed this too much to keep it out mm-hmm. do you remember in Parks and Rec there's an episode um, where the kids are going in bins getting dog shit out and throwing at each other Yes. and Leslie gets dragged into a dog yeah. poo fight using the bin lid <laughs> as a shield it's got if you haven't seen it I mean you're like me and you've been living in a cave for the past 10 years yeah it took me a while to watch it first too. or second season of Parks and Rec it's I like brilliant. it it's a good it's a, it's a dinner time show you're not watching it uh, like sitting down to intently watch it, yeah. But if you are like me and Naylor and you want to sit down and watch something while you eat because you're a waste you don't of want space, to hear chewing, basically. yeah, yes, yeah. I don't, or I don't, I don't want my wife to hear my chewing. <laughs> I don't want She'll to realize that I'm a fucking animal. With... <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, the, the local town. Yeah. Um, are you, oh, wait, are you describing Parks and Rec now? Because I had no, more no, Lego no. talk. No, no, okay. no. Oh, sorry. No. That episode, the dog poo flinging, yeah. I thought, that's a bit much. That will never happen in the real world. Oh. Local town, no. I'll tell you later which one you'll be able to guess. Kids going in bins flinging dog poo around. No. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, 
And I bet some of those I know, like, I know which one it is. Some of those are like double poos as well, where that yeah. dog has pooed on another poo. Oh, God. Anyway, so... Do you know the bad thing with mm. that? Are they throwing, like, the bags at each other? Yeah, I think so. If my dog poos close to a dog poo bin, I don't tie the bag up. Oh, you just leave it... Yeah, <laughs> I don't. Well, I'm not risking well, it. I can, we... see, I can see that the poo bin has a liner in it, yeah. so I'm not worried about, like, Steve emptying it and getting no, it all over his hands. He, well, he's not going to pick it up and fling it at himself. <laughs> he's going to place it gently in his van. Oh, Follow dear. That yeah. Well, at least I know my dog is wormed, and I also don't care if the kids get wormed. I'm going to start leaving them open. Yeah. <laughs> in fact... On purpose, yeah. I will do an entire I'm, dog walk I'm going to with start, it open. I'm going to start tying them, but ripping a little hole in the top <laughs> so the kid thinks it's sealed. And then when they fling it... You want to rip a hole in the bottom so that when they go for an overarm, <laughs> it just sprays out. I'm going to start adding water to it. <laughs> right, that's none of right. this was exaggerated, but I thought you guys needed to enjoy it. Yeah. It's, it's happening. Kids are flinging shit at each other. Dirty bastard. Right. Um, Back to Lego, because I've got some things shit. that I need to. I've got some things I need to opinions. discuss. So, ho, after putting boys last week, yeah. if you don't know, Speed Champs are great, but the creator line of vehicles are almost fizzes. as good as Technic. Fuck you. They're better. <laughs> they're better. Don't, don't even. So. Uh, I built the Vespa that's not creator expert, but it's in scale and suits the line. And it's, they can do that again. Any motorbikes they want. It's way better than the Harley that was not in scale. For £9, for nine Great British pounds. Yeah, 8 That's it's, a ridiculous deal. It's phenomenal. I, I spent that today in Ikea. Yeah. On coffee. And you didn't buy anything. Cinnamon and donuts. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm a pudding boy. Yeah, obviously. I've got a whole personality and I'm slightly... So I built the Vespa. And that got me that got me fizzing. And then I got to build the creator Porsche. This was your you know, flush flush blood it was, ordering. <laughs> I, I almost purposefully got really drunk and then ordered it. Because I, I couldn't I couldn't got, pull the trigger I got otherwise. The WhatsApp message with your order is on the way. I assumed you'd gone fair, like you know, a cheeky extra champ, maybe one of the double sets. Nah. No, no, when you when you said that you'd also got a Jane Goodall set in there, mm. we knew it was big. Well, the only problem is now I kind of have to get the Mustang, but the Porsche, the creator Porsche, if you like building Lego or if you like cars or anything, it's fucking phenomenal. But we were then talking, we've been talking on and off, and we even talked about it on the Pudding Boys, but I cut it from the episode because it just didn't work. <laughs> Not that everything else does. <laughs> yeah, but, you're uh, getting the cream of the crop. Bit. Oh, yeah, you're getting the hand-selected turds. <laughs> Freshly thrown picked. by the local kids. Yeah, the DeLorean. So Lego are making a DeLorean. No, you can build it in. They're not making a DeLorean. Oh, they're making the time machine DeLorean. Yeah. Um, if from Back to the DeLorean, Future. Be buying it. So we were we were whinging to each other about the fact that someone on a YouTube comment section said, "I hope it comes with the minifigs," and we were moaning about the minifigs up in the price of it. But we were both wishing. Uh, wishing we, we were discussing that we, we hope you can build the DeLorean as a standard DeLorean car it from what I've seen you can't you can build it in three ways back to the future one two or well, three I've got too many bits on them yeah like, they, and, and there's no real back to it no so you'd need to supplement it yourself so you definitely can but it would be like, at that point you might as well just spec and build a DeLorean I think so uh, we'll see where it goes because if it's something like you can order a tenner's worth of bricks Maybe, but then we don't know how much the price is because the price could be through the roof because it's, it's licensed. I think it's about one hundred ninety. I think. It oh came, fuck it's that been then, Because no. it's a hundred pound. It's a hundred pound car. If the Porsche is one ten, oh, and the farm truck was ninety, 
That's the a truck. real the farm truck. The farm truck the that farm was ninety. That you got on your then I am there. not paying any more for a DeLorean, even if it's the stock one. That has set a real tough precedent, actually. That that has burst into my house on a Sunday morning, found my French press, and lowered its scrotum into it. <laughs> So that I can't enjoy my coffee. Yeah, I think your coffee tastes better because you put that in. It's a lot more bitter. <laughs> yeah, that's no. So that I mean that price is silly anyway. But yeah, I was kind of hoping. We I even asked uh, Racing Brick on YouTube um, what he thought about it, and he he said he'll get back to me in the comment section when he's uh, had a chance to build it. I so, bet he will. He seems like the kind of guy. I hope he? he does because he's a brilliant guy, Balash. Yeah. I'm... <laughs> That that's my sort of morning comfort watching. Yeah, you know, you go on YouTube, see you if can, your subs have come in. You know what? You can rewatch racing brick videos, and I, he's just and a like, really good one on speed yeah. champs. Actually, that um, basically all the opinions we've been voicing far more coherent, and he doesn't talk about dog shit at all. Yeah, he doesn't mention any form of fecal matter <laughs> at <laughs> all. Although you know what, you can tell he wants to when he looks at a champ that doesn't look good. Yeah, when he uh, got the Six wide dodge pair. Yeah, it's probably a little mad at that. Mm. In terms of Lego cars, though, the Porsche has spoiled me. In terms of Iron Maiden albums, you know what spoiled me? Numbers of the Beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast, Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now, we are working our way through the vast catalogue of Iron Maiden and this week, it is Brave New World. Holy... Yeah. Holy shit. Oh, I... Brave New World! I have... I've tried to be fair all the way through. I didn't try and be fair. I've tried to be hard on this. I, I, yeah, I, I have actively... I feel like I was trying to be favourable with the Blaze and the yeah. uh, Diano stuff. And then I was a little harsher on some of the Bruce stuff, especially uh, I was quite harsh on No Prayer for the Dying. We all though hanging fruit somewhere in time stuff because everybody is of the opinion. It's, it's fucking good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brave New World, however, is... Mind blowing. Now, let's preface this. We've already said we are not music historians. We are not experts in our field. And, you know, we're just, well, essentially, we're just two slightly overweight dudes that enjoy heavy metal and we wanted to talk about a band. So, we needed to fill some dead air. Yeah, this is just for fun. So, bugger off. But, Brave New World, to extra preface that, Brave New World was my first ever album my brother bought me a copy of brave new world i think when i was 14 years old uh, and it, i think it it might have just come out um, or maybe i was May 13 2000. it came out in 2000 how old am i i don't know i'm still working on lethbridge years hold on well lethbridge years is <laughs> how many centuries have I down. Seen? how many empires have fallen in my time yeah so hold on, it came out twenty. Oh my god, it came out twenty-two years ago. Holy oh, shit! That doesn't feel good. Uh, so actually, I was twelve. Hmm. That seems about right. I was either twelve or thirteen when I when I got this. So yeah, there's a ton of nostalgia there. However, it is a very important album. I think this is the first shirt I had. You know, 
Oh, really? I got it our, from the market near us. Our drummer, um, when we were younger, had a Wicker Man long sleeve, and I always thought nice. it was the coolest fucking that, oh, thing. Mine was just the album. Mine was knocked off as shit. Oh, like, yours was fake? Very, very oh, fake. Nice. It was a market special. Excellent, um, excellent. But the album cover was just kind of... Because I was just... My uncle was big on Iron Maiden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've spoken you, to your uncle. Yeah, you've discussed at length. He, he, he agrees with me you. about Remember Tomorrow. <laughs> he, he patted you on the head and said, well done, little buddy. <laughs> yeah. Remember Tomorrow is an Iron fuck Maiden you, song. <laughs> <laughs> right. Before we jump into the actual tracks on this album... Yeah, because they're all seven. <laughs> there's a couple of things that I, I want to kind of pick up on. The tonality of this album is insane it sounds like and i think it's dave murray it sounds like he's playing an electric harp it's the yeah, guitar it's tone is real surreal clean. it's the do you know what it goes back towards for me what and i love the man brian may's tone in queen yeah it does it's go a to, heavy but i feel like it's sound, more but it's so it's more i'm gonna get really sad. like if i go well i you know i used to be on like all the guitar forms that kind of i could still yeah. play the damn thing yeah um and there was this big thing about when I was young about things sound like organic and three-dimensional. Yeah. And it does. His sounds like... It's not a kind of pop out of a speaker. Yeah. It's like... Boo. It's Yeah, it's like... Yeah. I, I think the, the tone of it makes it feel futuristic. Yeah. Still, it's 22 years old and it still feels modern slash futuristic. And it ties the whole album together. The album... You could, if you if you couldn't understand what any of the lyrics are about, you could tell someone this is a concept album. Yes. Because it's so cohesive. The other part is it can't be a concept album because there is not a huge amount of depth to the lyrics. Now, let me explain myself on that one. It's a lot of kind of short, punchy songs and riffs. Which are brilliant. Well, I'll say they're short. Not short <laughs> they're Iron Maiden, so they're long as shit. Six minutes yeah. long. But uh, no, it's it's like the the songs are all like punchy and catchy and fun. However, even on the last few Bruce albums before Blaze came in, Maiden had kind of slowed down on the poeticness, and they were getting literal. We've said this almost every week. Bruce has come back, and Bruce has found my big boy book of lexicons and vocabulary <laughs> because holy shit i think this is where i learned all of my i'm smarter than you words that i use on the internet typing you know, furiously on, like a titmouse on a forum on word if you right click on a word you get a, a synonym yeah, well, yeah that that must have just like appeared yeah. in word not in ta whatever think, it was i think bruce <laughs> bruce made that <laughs> i think he, no i think bruce found it and fucking loved it yeah like you can you can fucking tell in every track yeah like he, he is hard for the word desolation <laughs> Like, yeah. and it's the same with like Blind Guardian and Asunder. They, oh, God, you know, they yeah. they that love was, it. That was your thing for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh man, but yeah, it's it it is very poetic. So I'm not saying that there's no depth. I'm just saying that the the uh, concepts of the the songs don't have maybe as much depth to say like rhyme the ancient mariner or anything on Seventh Son. The story's a little bit more on the nose. Yes, yeah. yeah the story's still on the nose, material. but the lyrics have definitely repaired themselves and are actually probably more complex English language-wise than ever before. Yes. Let's jump in. 
because we've just spent five minutes tickling guys, tickling this album's sack. We did say we, it was going to happen. We could do with the thesaurus function for the word seven, because yeah. I think we're going to be saying that yeah. quite a lot. The Wicker Man is a seven. It's a seven. It's one of the greatest singles Iron Maiden have ever released, and it still is understated. Oh, it is. It's Because it's not one of the old Iron Maiden, and you know all the teenagers, and let's be honest, every teenager's into Iron Maiden as their first band, because it's... My they're, first they're out man. there, yeah. They're out and there, they're yeah. better than Metallica. Oh, well, yeah, obviously. It's not up for debate. Um, <laughs> We're not doing this for Metallica. No, I'm not doing this. I don't want to have to listen to them. No, I'm not listening to we don't, <laughs> Metallica's three albums. We'll do it on them. Um, or four? I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Put them all in the bin. I've lost. Yeah. Um, Wicker Man is best single. Wicker Man is best single. Bruce throwing a balloon around like an angry <laughs> child of is brilliant. Portal. The... The denim vest is iconic. The bin bag trousers also iconic. The Rio, Adrian Goddamn Smith standing like you know, growing up as a kid playing yeah. guitar. Hold on, I hadn't finished no, discussing I, Bruce's you look. Said denim, yeah. He's he's back <laughs> with short hair. Oh yeah, actually, and he made it look like that was the new kind of heavy he metal. Broke the line between you either get long hair or bald guy club. Yeah. And he came back with short hair, and, did and it better he than still, everyone with long hair. still ruled. Nah, like when he said denim vest, the Adrian Smith at Rock in Rio, mm. like this dude, he must have been in like his mid late fifties by the time this came out. Yeah, I don't know. low low strung strap, just weird silly of scarf of around his head. Adrian yeah. Smith, usually. But holy shit, that intro riff. Yeah, Ace is high. I think is my favorite Iron Maiden song, but this is the one I always put on first if I'm having a Maiden day. I just think Still. Wicker Man's just Ghost the Navigator. Ghost the Navigator is a seven. It's an eight. Wicker Man is one of the greatest the singles yeah, ever written. It's a quick punch on the nose. Ghost of the Navigator is one of the greatest Iron Maiden songs ever written. It's oh, the Ghost of Navigator is one of the greatest songs ever written. Yeah, it's fucking brilliant. Do by the way. There's a couple of people out here I know, and I'm sure there's more than than I know, that uh, that don't really listen to Iron Maiden, and they they kind of kind of just sit through this section, and that's fine. However, I promise you, go away, stop the stop the podcast now, pause the pause podcast. the podcast, <laughs> stop stop it right now. Go and listen to the album Brave New World by Iron Maiden in full. I don't care what music you're into, this is phenomenal. You will find something to love in almost every single track on this album. I think that's the thing. Like it's for everyone. This so album is for everyone. On. Yeah. Ghost, Ghost the Navigator. It, you know, we've talked before that like, musical journey kind of thing. Navigator's I mean, gone. I always think of this as a much longer. It's six minutes fifty yeah, seconds. But it feels, it feels like, like an epic. Like 10, 12 minutes, yeah. and not one of those is wasted. No. Uh, I don't. Do you know what? I don't know if Ghost of the Navigator is actually based on something, but it's a cool little, cool little premise, cool little story. Brave New World. Seven. It's a seven because it's the greatest title track ever written. Now, the chorus is very on the nose. But, it's a Brave New World over and over again. And I... This was... I think, though, this is the epitome of a band realising that actually 100,000 people will come to see us yeah. and will sing every word. I watched... And so enough, this, is a, this is a group chorus. I watched the a Queen film. You know, the... Going on the Friday May trip here as well. Yeah. 
but you know, we will rock you. Mm. Apparently, that was written so that the fans had something to kind I, of I can join in that. with. Do you know what? That's one of the Queen songs that I never played because it's you've heard it's it every, old, yeah. every time you've seen an advert. But Brave New World's intro as well, the oh. like dying swans. Twisted wings. That's a shower classic. But you know, if you needed something like as a band, you take that little pause. Yeah. All the lights come down. Hold on, boys. Bruce has got it for Bruce thirty seconds. Catch. But then, holy shit! Everyone in that crowd gets to join when the rest of the band kicks in. Yeah. Again, it's phenomenal. So, it's phenomenal. It's so a seven. Do I say it's a seven? Yeah. Blood Brothers. It's a dirty six because I was writing <laughs> seven too much. Uh, okay, so. The first time I put this on with with field yeah. notes in hand, writing down what I thought, I may have ballet danced all the way from the kitchen into the living room and around the coffee table to inform my wife that it was the fourth, seventh in a row, and then spun out like some cartoon mouse dressed as a ballet dancer. What do they call the outfit ballet dancers wear? Tutu. Tutu, dressed... In a tutu, just spiralling out of the living room, for those of back you to that the kitchen to carry more, on cooking. I wish I could paint you a word picture, but that's just simply too horrific to My pirouettes cry. were phenomenal. Yeah, Bruh Brothers. Bro Once bro again, Bruh Brothers. With Bruh Brothers, the um, chorus is just, Bruh Brothers, over and over again. But I'm not mad at that. I don't care. Did you get a seven? I gave it a seven. I gave it a six because, because, seven, I... because you're a goddamn asshole. Oh, no, my my logic was I liked it slightly less than the other three. Now, the other three are eight mm. minimum. But yeah. we don't do eight. <laughs> um, so I had to mark it down a bit. Yes. I don't believe Blood Brothers. Uh, Brave New World, I feel like it's... Uh... It's 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 about Brave New World, the, the book, as much as any Iron Maiden songs ever about the thing that they're writing about. They're, they're very loose on there. Yes. This is about this. Unless it's war. Unless it's war, in which case... Blood Brothers is definitely not about the play. No, I think it's more I, about I the concept. I gave it a six, because I wanted to go back to <laughs> the secondary school drama. Uh, the Mercenary. I gave it a six. Now, I had it hovering. I, I gave it a six, and then I lowered it to a five, because I thought everyone's going to think that I'm just, I've just some kind of asshole. Because all the way here... It's great, though. It's a good track. Dun, Any other dun, album, dun, it would dun, be like dun, one dun, of their dun. best tracks. I had it as a five until I got here. That's the one that I was muttering to myself about when I came in. Yeah, so I can't leave it at that. Yeah, it's got a it's got a very good intro. It's not they as all do. good as the others, and it, yeah. you know. But that's the problem we've got here. You know, ranking against the rest of the catalogue. Yeah, it's better than most of the rest of the catalogue. It it's is so better good. than most of the rest of the catalogue. Dream of Mirrors. It's, that is a ten. It's a, it's yeah, a, it's seven. a seven. This is the, the this is the quote. spit on the inside of your car windscreen. Oh, I have screamed that yeah. I only dream in black just and white. It, and it just starts like straight away, know, just full throttle. I've talked to you a little bit about like how people deal with problems and that kind of thing. You, you can either be sad about things or you can do the whole kind of righteous anger kind yeah. of things. And this is one of those that you know if you're trying to get into that kind of you know, uh, kind of yeah, yeah. Oh, you can you it's, can you can get you can real put some stuff. You can repress some shit to you this. You can get mad, but yeah. in a very fun way. You can force it down deep you can inside. Tear your vocal cords. To the me. fallen angel. I gave it a six because I, I a six. really it's enjoy it. It's fucking great. It's <laughs> great. Uh, I do, as as you said for the mercenary, uh, which I feel like an idiot for giving a five to. Uh, it's. I just don't like it as much as I do Brave New World and Ghost of Navigator. That's Those thing. two lower other things around them. And if they were on like 
Iron Maiden, if they were on the first album, every song since will have had to go down one. Do you know, I think it's... This is one of the... I, I said to you in time the way here, I deliberately didn't haven't listened to this album yeah, while we've been doing because the Because it would destroy the other things. Because we'd be getting... It wouldn't be fair. It's phenomenal. So much better. The Nomad. Give it a five. Whoa, I give it a seven. The Nomad's one of the best. It's... Do you know... I... You're right. Do you know what? You said we're not... <laughs> a five for Nomad actually annoys me a little it's... bit. It's so good. It gives I... me such Dune vibes. I thought I liked it more than I did. I came steaming into this expecting to give it a seven. It's not there's as a, good There's as some the words that I need to say to you, but explicit... The explicit checkbox on this... <laughs> On this podcast, doesn't cover, that doesn't cover what I want to say to you it's, right now. It's, and you know what? I think by this point, I'm going to be perfectly honest with you. It's, I would have given it a six, but I think Elsewhere. I was trying a little bit yeah. too hard. No, and that's the same with me for the mercenary. And also, I knew what was coming after it. Out of the sun, right now, out of the sun planet is a weird one because careful. As a kid, Real it was careful, it was yeah. my favorite song. For, for years and years and years and years, um, it was my absolute favorite song. Out of the Silent Planet was. Or it, it felt like years, but let's be honest, I probably got Treasure Chest by Halloween the year after, and so then it was Mr. Torture forever, and I love it. Uh, until Final Fortune. Until best time. You know, <laughs> best time is great. Um, fuck me, what was I saying? Out of the Silent Planet. I feel like the intro might drag on a little bit, but it doesn't so much now I'm an adult. I, I can kind of get through it. Like, it's only like 30 seconds. It's not a long... actually. The... And the, the song is fantastic it's absolutely fun the bass steve harris in this yeah is unsurpassed it's brilliant um it's a seven for me just the little tempo shifts and everything in this song get me like yeah. it just it just keeps itself interesting i mean all of these and this like it, it's worth bringing this up it's, it's a cool idea everything... actually like the whole the song the lyrics in the song this is the one where if you're like oh bruce has just finished uh a level english language <laughs> This is it. This is yeah, the one where he's flexing that on. Yeah. There, there are three songs on this album below five minutes, and they're touching five minutes. Yeah. Like they're all in the fours. Um, Silent Planet is... It feels like a much shorter song than it. six and a half minutes yeah. because it just keeps like ticking on. Yeah. I feel like because all of the songs are of a consistent longish length, um, th- there's not one that stands out. As, That's probably it. This one, too actually... Long. The next one is probably the one, if anything. Watch what you're about goes to say. Goes a little bit too long. Oh, now did you? I, as a child, this one I didn't like as much what as the rest of the album. Say? It's my favorite. Well, for a good while, it was my favorite on the album. But then I really listened to Brave New World, and it's like it's phenomenal. It's a seventh in line uh, between love and hate. I didn't. Okay, I'll, it's fantastic. Again, preface this by saying by this point, you were full. I was trying real hard, Bruce does his best singing of his career. Not his best lyrics writing or this, that, and the other, but I feel he does his best singing on this song. I, it's just, it's up and down. It's it's just solid. It's just really, it's a solid piece of work. It's a solid piece of work. I gave it a four because I was really What? Trying. It's a five. No, you gave it a four. You that's, fucking idiot. That's the problem. Well, hold on. It's solid. Hold on. Is it is it worse than bring your daughter to the slaughter? No. Uh, am I going to put it on over that though? Yeah. No. Yeah. My log- wow. my logic here, wow. even, even within this album, you know, if 
when we talk about doing our best stuff, I'm angry at you. Good, because that, was, that you. was partially for effect. I had to mark something below. No, you didn't. Because, um, You're trying to set Dance of Death up, aren't you? You're trying to, to be that much of a right, golf. No pudding for you. <laughs> well, that's great. Pudding of the beans, Beast beans, will not be going ahead. Dog poo or something. I'm cancelling this podcast <sighs> right now. I Nayla has made an error. Let, let's look at this. Okay, there are. Fuck me, there are five sevens on this album. To me, there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight sevens out of nine, ten tracks. It's not going in with, it, with the others. Hmm? It's not going on with the others. It is. It's... You're wrong, and you're a fucking idiot. <sighs> We're you... back, pudding boys. I hope you feel we've, bad. We've stopped I hope cuddling each bad. other and cheering I... each other's marks. We've... Fucking dumbass. Good. What's your total score? 62. Mine's 67, where it should be. Uh, that would give you a 6.2 average, and I have a 6.7 average. Out of 7. What? Out of 7. <laughs> what? The 6.7 average out of 7. Like, <laughs> yeah, because it lost three marks. If we round this up, if we were rounding up, your average is just that this song, album perfect, dog poo cold. Hold on. I said episode one, well, whatever the first episode we started this on. <laughs> I said it was happening. I set it up and it happened. Siri, I, I honestly mean it. If you haven't listened to this album in full, just fucking go. Even it's if you don't think you like Iron Maiden or you don't think you like heavy metal, do it. It's better than anything else you've listened to. It's definitely one of those that I would class as a perfect album. If yeah. we're being completely realistic here, if, I, if it goes on, yeah. nothing gets skipped until it's, it's been through twice. It's up there with um, Accident at Birth. It's up there with everything Halloween's ever done. <laughs> it's <laughs> uh, like uh, Angel Witch, Argus by Wishbone Ash. God, um, I don't like Wishbone Ash. you fucking moron. <laughs> anything by Simon and Garfunkel. It's it's a perfect album. Holy Diver is also a perfect album. You have yeah. to like Dio. You've got to like Dio to get into that. But if you don't like Dio, I don't want to talk to you. So yeah, that's a funny line to try. Yeah, <laughs> saying you don't like Dio. It's a, a weird hill to die on. <laughs> so Brave New World has come out out of fourteen, and it's come along, slapped itself down on the table at a devastating twelve point nine, leaving it. Far, far in number one. It, Out of 12 so far. It really, I think it really bears stressing as well. This is the first album that I've gone into trying to be a bit mean. I, and it might not seem like it because I only dropped three marks. But I felt like I was too. <laughs> Each one of those took a little bit of your soul. It did. It upset me a bit. Yeah, marking Nomad down. I'm yeah. mad at myself. I'm going to go home and I'm going to listen to that all night. Yeah. In order. <laughs> The best Iron Maiden albums are number one, Brave New World, number two, Seventh Son of the Seventh Son, three, Power Slave, four, Number of the Beast, five, Peace of Mind, six, Fear of the Dark, seven, Iron Maiden, eight, Virtual Eleven, nine, Killers, ten, X Factor, eleven, Somewhere in Time, and twelve, No Prayer for the Dying, with less than half of Brave New World's <laughs> score. But that feels fair. It fe- the I feel works. like that justifies that the scoring works, because if Brave New World is a 12.9, No Prayer for the Dying is a 5.6. Yeah, no, that that is bob on. That's yeah, spot on. You're Absolutely not picking spot on. anything off that over your least favourite song on... No, which is why 
you're not going to pick bring your daughter to the slaughter over thin line between love and hate apparently I am Nailer. Yeah, apparently you are well, you're apparently, off just apparently be you're a hippogriff <laughs> Pudding of the Week. Welcome back, fellows. It is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week, the segment of the show where we learn a little about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. Now, this week, I've had a very special request from Blorter, tie the pudding of the week into numbers of the beast because he was so pumped for the album and i've done my best so this week's pudding is a biscuit it is a viennese whirl it is a brave new whirl a viennese whirl consists of two shortbread biscuits sandwiching some raspberry jam and some form of fresh cream or fondant now Viennese Whirls are actually a modern English biscuit created or at least popularised by the Mr. Kipling Cake and Biscuit Company and as such they have little to nothing to do with Vienna or Austria. They do, however, stem from an older biscuit, the Empire Biscuit. And because there's not a lot to talk about Viennese Whirls, I'm going to tell you a little bit about the Empire Biscuit. I suppose you were there when there was an Empire <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> Doing Helped. horrible things. <laughs> An Empire Biscuit is a shortbread biscuit and traditionally keeps the jam, loses the cream, places icing on top of it, and bobs your uncle. Scottish. The Empire Biscuit is a Scottish biscuit that was originally known as the Linzer Biscuit and later as the Deutsch Biscuit. With the outbreak of the First World War, it was renamed in England to the Empire Biscuit in Scotland to the Belgian Biscuit because Belgium had just been invaded. In Scotland, the name now varies depending on the region, with the North East typically calling it a double shortbread and the West keeping the English way of saying it an Empire Biscuit. It's also very popular in Canada, Northern Ireland and New Zealand. Strange collection of countries, but with the name Empire Biscuit... <laughs> You know, it's careful. quite a fitting. Real careful here, Thomas. It's quite a fitting. It's historic. <laughs> it's historic. Now I'm just going to have a quick sip of blow squash. Let me. Mm, that's not jam off the biscuit, is it? That's going back in there. Farewell, boys. Jam's not going to give you hepatitis. Thanks, Tom. Now, look at these boys. I enjoy. I, yeah, I'm a fan. We. It's, it's. Obviously, pudding of the week isn't always a pudding. It's just a sweet treat. It's an excuse to eat treats. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I grew um, up on these. And like you wouldn't have this for pudding, but if you had this with a cup of tea, mm. I feel like you were fancy if you had these as a kid. Like I, I don't remember ever having like a pack because you only get like six of these in a pack. Mm. <laughs> and that's one tea time. Well, yeah. going back to the whole crumb caramel thing. Oh man. Mm. Yeah. It's still kind of shortbread, isn't it? Like more buttery, less hard. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're strong. So, so they're way better than I remember. Mm. Uh, although, have another. <laughs> My friend, have another biscuit. Thank you. <laughs> I, am, <clears throat> I am far prouder of Tom for coming up with Brave New World mm. than I should be. 
with um Tom has. Hmm. With Chad, who's really been pumped about this week. Yeah. I've been this this album's great. This is a great That's just a biscuit great treat. cake thing. Like... By the way, I have to get these in the cake aisle. Because they are Mr. The Mr. Kipling Cake and Biscuit You know when company. you go like the whole biscuit or cake kind of thing, you know, like the Father Ted route, mm. I think these kind of transcend it a little bit. Like, mm. You're not going to feel like you missed out. If you had this, somebody's had a square with Battenberg and somebody's had a, you know, one of those ones with the chocolate in the middle. This feels like if someone's given out the slices, yeah, you've got mm. this. Now, if we had to legally define it like that Jaffa Cake thing, I think this would be a biscuit. Hmm. But I ain't gonna shit. It could go into. It'd be a bit like. I will put that into. You very quickly. Bit of a dance yeah. to get it back out in time. Bit of a dance of death. Oh crap! Oh crap! Hold on. Rewind everyone. If you fancy listening alone at home and making your own uninformed judgment, next week's number <laughs> the beast will be Dance of Death. Please listen to it because I've got some hot takes on Dance of Death, man. But right, back to putting the probably. week. We're hopping between segments. Putting in the week. All right. All right. Everyone wants to hear that. The <laughs> iconic clip smack. Oh, that deserves it. They are, you know, nip down to your local large chain supermarket, pick, yeah. up, pick up a little six pack and just go to town on them. If you were handed one of them, and this is what I thought when I was buying them, if I was handed one of them after Sunday dinner at home when I was a child, I would be like, that's not pudding. I would eat it. I'm not, I'm, I wasn't ungrateful. I would have got hiding if I'd said that, but I might have thought it. Hmm. However, just having eaten it, I don't think I'd have been that mad. I mean, if you got a couple of them, mm. you got a little two. little plate At of them. At least two. Yeah, little plate of them with your tea mm. afterwards. It had been a big Sunday dinner. You know, if you yeah, so you sat for about for... 45 minutes yeah. before they've been brought out. Not an hour. Not waiting an hour. No, then it's then after that you're going to have to have like, yeah. tea before yeah. you have your tea and cake. Oh, just fun. Real strong. Not much history, though. Not as much history as I thought it would have. Do you know, though, uh, and these weirdly enough empire biscuit i've seen if you ever seen the show still game it's, no, set in, it's it. quite funny actually it's set in scotland these two old fellows podding about the place mm. getting into scrapes you know pudding boys in like 40 50 years mm. um i will be here yeah still probably talking about how good brave new world is but um... the speed champs will be 12 <laughs> wide by then <laughs> and brave new world will still be the hottest shit. yeah <laughs> um but no, that's where I first heard of Empire Biscuit. I had no idea what it was. Hmm. No, so, yeah. Now you do. It's one of them, but remove the cream, put icing on top, and sometimes a glacier cherry, apparently. Oh, that yeah. would I know, just I like finish things off. I could quite honestly sit I've there. And just... the I've bought them for baking, but I've smashed the top of glacier them cherry. And what are the ones screen. you put in cocktails as well? Are they not the same? No. no. They're like morel? Morel? Yeah, yeah. Something. They, Marina, they taste Marina, like marzipan, Marina, and they're Marina. a lot of fun. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I've... Like, Cherries I've bought them great. to put in things, mm. and then I've just put them in me. <laughs> Hopefully your mouth. <laughs> How did Thomas get back in so quickly? <laughs> What's this week's scale? And since we've gone real fizzy on just the whole Numbers of the Beast thing, I'm oh, just going to rank, well? rank it on the scale for Numbers <laughs> of the Beast. Do you need to meet, do you want me to turn the, uh, turn the, the charts? We've, oh. There you go. So where are you oh. going to place these? As and, and let's numbers of the beast it amongst all the puddings that we've had. Where is this going? 
Okay. We've had some good and we've had some stinky puddings. We've had some real special puddings. We've had some Rave New Worlds. We've had some Railway Cake. We've had some Railway Cake. We've had we've had some surprise hits like yeah. the Creme Caramel. Yeah. Um, we've had some real stinkers like No Prayer for them, uh, That Smashed Chicken. No Prayer for the Dying is Tablet Gogsu. No Prayer Gogsu. for the Smashed Chicken. <laughs> no Prayer for the Tablet Gogsu. Somewhere in Bean Paste. Um, mm. But I feel like... Um, the Middle East definitely came back and redeemed itself with the, uh, I can't remember what it's called, the one for Ramadan, the, the breaking the fast ones. The, the small they pancakes, something yeah. In, they got cream or something in them, haven't they? Yeah. Yeah, that was, Sweet and actually cream. things like the Turkish Delight, kind of. Yeah, we've had profiteroles as well. Oh, we have had profiteroles. Uh, I think it's time for us to do mind. something gross oh. again, but I just haven't had time. I think Thomas <laughs> is building Funnily enough. Not many places advertises things as being a bit weird and gross, so it's hard to find them. Yeah, the bean paste aisle isn't really well stocked in yeah. the local Tesco. Oh, with that in mind, they are one of those that they're one of those things that you trot out, and mm-hmm. everyone sees them. Think, okay, yeah, it's a nice you know little box of treats, but then you get one in and yeah, as soon as you put that to your mouth. So if we go on this. Brave new, it's not a Brave New World. No, it's not Brave, Brave New, new world. world. is a big special event. Big, I, I can't... Obviously, you get to, to rank it, but I can't see it hitting Power Slave. No, Power Slave and Number of the Beast, you kind of know you're getting a bit of a special boy. Like, they are, again... You, you're you looking forward to those. You're yeah. going out of your way you, to listen you to You saw them. that being prepared in the morning, and so mm. you you wolfed your dinner down just to get to it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You, yeah. you saved room. You didn't go yeah. for seconds on the mash. I think I know what you're picking, and I think I agree. I don't want to sell, I don't want to I'm going to I think I'm going to put these somewhere around a peace of mind. I thought exactly a peace of mind. I don't want to go too big. They are yeah. a biscuit cake aisle treat. Yeah. It's it's a mass manufactured biscuit. Like let's not but, blow our load over it, but yeah, it's but they come in much stronger than you expect them the to. The flavor is of the the jam-ish fondant whatever See what it is. what I said about jam. Like oh, jam is great. Ago, yeah. Jam is Good for staple pudding, and peace of mind was like that. It's, yeah, it's a jam. It's, yeah, I never put it on. If someone's only got peace of mind, I am. I'll, I'll listen to peace. I'll of mind. listen to it. Yeah. yeah, it's great. And I'm probably not skipping much on it. No, no, it's a good, good album. Okay, where can you find the PBs? We are available on the YouTube channel Pudding Boys. Please subscribe and leave us a comment. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, follow, auto-download, whatever it's called on your platform. Platform? Platform? Platform! So you don't miss an episode. Also, if... <laughs> You've got to get those uh, voice rights there, Angel. Yeah. <laughs> if it's an option on your platform of choice, please feel free to leave a, a glowing review. We are also on Instagram and Facebook, which is a fun place to check out the sometimes quite strange piece of artwork that I create for every episode. And I'll be honest, I am I was proud of Tom, not myself, I was proud of Tom for Brave New World. Probably prouder than I should have been. However, this week's piece of artwork oh, shit. is <laughs> phenomenal. I will toot my oh. own horn. Oh, fair enough. I, I, I put a lot of effort gonna into that. It's going to be cheap and tacky and low budget. That, that is very good. I really, really like that. It's That might be my swan song. Oh, yeah. You're not what the carcass old before. <laughs> oh, we could do carcass. Uh, maybe Let's not, not a second. Yeah. Um, that was fun. 
Yeah, you need to follow us on Instagram so you can see that because it will blow your mind. Or watch it on the YouTube video. However, I think the Instagram one's going to have a little of extra extra detail on. So, oh, yeah. you're going to do like prints of that one? No. Than... <laughs> I think I'll get sued. But if you look at the uh, YouTube artwork <laughs> and then you look at the Instagram well... artwork, there's there's a slight difference because one, one works on Instagram. It doesn't quite work on you. Just you're, fucking... you're boring the gang, though. Look, follow the Pudding Boys everywhere. Bye! Fucking hell. Ugh.